This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam is on a go slow and a little in denial. Charlene's letting go of her baby boy and it is, excuse my language, fucking hard. And we talk the Ubuntu Baba Woolies debacle. Hello. Hmm. Happy New Year. Yes. We and are officially you- in. 2019 we're like quite well on our way into 2019 yeah but me not so much well yes the calendar says we're well on our way into 2019 let's just say that I don't really feel that way do you (laughs) I felt like I hit the ground running and I was just like yes let's do this damn thing um, but this week, I feel a little different. Okay. I'm assuming you are going to tell me you getting your ass kicked. So why don't you go ahead and, and just say And do it. that. Right. Yeah. So I'll start off by saying I wasn't getting my ass kicked. I, I, I wasn't completely um, in denial about the fact that I might still get my ass kicked this week. But it, let's just say I started off well. And I was optimistic, cautiously optimistic. But um, with Josh starting school on Monday, handled it like a champ. And I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. The shoe dropped this morning. Mm-hmm. It's Friday and it was very hard. And if I say it was hard, I've seen other kids this week as I drop him off, clinging, screaming, kicking, going ballistic, like tantruming severely. And... I kept thinking, you know, Josh is fully capable of that. I've seen him. The kid can go deep. I've seen him. Yeah. Like, I want a big ice cream and not a small one. Like, it takes two adults to, like, hold the kid down and get him into a car. And by the time we're home 20 minutes down the road, it's still happening. He can go deep. So, I was fully prepared for that. What I wasn't prepared for was this morning's, and I might cry. I'm going to try and hold it together. You don't have to. We're all friends here. This is a safe space. This morning's deep, severe sadness of, Mommy, why are you doing this to me? Mm. Thy snook in a hail in snot in trana. And I'm, I'm not resisting you, Mommy, but I'm just like, I really don't want to go. And can you just hear me? please, because I'm not ready. Yeah. So th- I wasn't prepared for that. And he he went to school but begrudgingly. And I could see that bottom lip. He, the tears were just flowing and he was uncontrollably snicking and snicking and snicking. And he, I, I kept on saying to him, I'm going to be back soon, quickly going to go to work. After your nap, mommy will be here to fetch you. Then we're going to go get ice cream. You'll be a brave boy now for me. And you promise, you must promise to have fun. Okay. I love you very much. And this whole time he's like, okay, mommy. <laughs> okay, mommy. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I wanted to a just. A tantrum turn, would have been easier to walk probably away because from. I would have be, been frustrated with him being so naughty. But yeah. here he was just. He was just appealing to how to me and like, mommy, please don't don't do this. Okay, and um, how many times did you think I'm gonna call Sam? We canceling? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I didn't actually think that. I really? thought no, I didn't. <laughs> I just I just thought, okay, if it gets really bad, I'm just gonna turn around and he can come with me today to mm. be here and mm. record. And mm. if he's talking in the background, I'm well, sure no one's gonna it. mind. No, no, yeah. Uh, so okay. I got my ass kicked today. Yeah, you were doing super well. We saw each other earlier on in the week and things were going really well and we were proud of both our little guys. And, yeah. But you know, and I was telling you and for all of those moms who have struggled with that very first week because just a reminder, this is Josh's first time ever going to school. Um, He's been with grandparents and he's been with a nanny. This is his first foray into school going um and for i mean it's hard it's hard we've got we don't ever know if we're doing 100 percent the right thing Mm. and i just want to say i see you charlene thanks and it's really hard and i acknowledge that and uh, for all our listeners going through the same kind of guilt 
and tough feelings, we see you too. Mm. Nobody realizes this. When you fall pregnant and the stick turns pink and you've got two stripes there and you're, you're like, cool, like, oh, yay, I'm pregnant. Nobody. Everybody, you for this. Your whole pregnancy is thinking about how you're going to handle a newborn, right? Lack of sleep and yeah. all of that. You prepare yourself for all of that. You don't ever think of first day of school. Mm-mm. You don't ever think of when they start showing genuine emotion, they're not manipulating you, they're not tantruming, they're telling you person to mm. person, mama can't do this, and you see that in them, and it's just a tough life thing that they have to do. It is so heartbreaking. Mm. It is you, know heartbreaking. What, you know what's also quite hard for me is that he doesn't have to go to school now. Like It's a choice that we made as a family because he's been showing signs of wanting to make friends Mm. and then also there's Jess and she deserves the one-on-one attention from Mm. the grandparents and the care that Josh got while there wasn't a sibling so Mm. she also deserves to develop in that way and form those bonds and so it it is time for us as a family and that's why we decided to make that decision and everybody as you know and as we often discuss on this show has a different journey and has a different viewpoint and this is just for our family the decision that we made so what makes it even harder is that I could I could bail any time on this decision I could be like yeah. I'm out thanks yeah. sweet be seeing you we that won't cool, be coming back no. yeah you know I have to tell you but I think that will be worse for him I, I think so and I think like don't I don't think it's going to get any Don't, easier when he's older because he'll be well, wiser exactly, then. Exactly, exactly. And um, it's Friday, as you said, and we've gotten through a whole the whole first week. And like I told you, as adults, we aim to get to Friday because mm. we're so buggered by the end of the week because we've had five full days of not being at home and not being relaxed and you know mm. um obviously we're working and it's more cuck than being at school and exactly, playing yeah. but you are everybody is more relaxed at home and in their own space and it's also a lot for him breather. to take in because it's all fun and games to go and play with your friends but there's also routine and structure whereas yeah. at home if Where he wants he to play in the before. water outside he can if he wants to build a puzzle he can so yeah it it's it's also adjusting to routine and structure there's outside playtime there's classroom time there's a time to eat there's a time to nap so hello josh welcome to the world Mm. okay so you let's hear it you know i'm also getting my ass kicked yeah 2019 man i just i've got deadlines and i got and our last episode i was hopeful and amped and i think i'll still get there but ray left on the 2nd of jan um for work and I was really doing well and I had a snag this week and it just felt like everything came tumbling down Mm. and I really know that that doesn't mean to dispel any accomplishment that I've had yeah thus far it doesn't like mean everything was for naught it just was a snag and so I carry on Mm. um but when you are actually at an emotional and a physical low yeah. because you've been handling so much and you have something unexpected thrown at you, uh, you realize how weak you actually were at that point and you just kind of like break down. Mm. And I've, it's been super tough for me to recover. You also really did – you didn't really have an actual break or downtime. No. It was very much like you just like just on that treadmill, got to keep on going one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So. so I have booked a working holiday for myself for next month. A working holiday. Yeah. Way to take some time <laughs> out, Sam. I'll be having business meetings. I'll be going with a friend uh, to Cape Town and we will be – um you know scheduling some meetings apart um but also you know what i'm looking forward to is that what i envy of ray to have that dinner in the evenings just do have a glass of wine with another adult yes um not in my pajamas and And not having to worry about your toddler sleeping in the next room or yeah exactly yeah and having that full night's rest Mm. and waking up and drinking a hot cup of coffee without having 
somebody whining at me for Paw Patrol or baby coffee. You're not going to know what to do with your time. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to. So, and I'm probably going to miss him, but I have noticed. You're definitely going to miss him. Of course I'm going to miss him. I have noticed that, yeah, of course, I haven't had a break. I had a great December and I mm. had a lovely Christmas. And but a it was busy. It was, it was very busy. Yeah, and I haven't just slowed down. And also, I'm coming down from the stress of Elijah starting a new school. New school, yeah. And wondering if that's the right thing for us. And if and with Ray being away, here I am throwing him into a brand new environment. And that I had no idea how the kid was going to handle it. Mm. No idea. And on the first day when he turned around and waved at me and said bye-bye, I also had to hold it in. Mm. And as soon as I got to my car, it was just tears, this flood of tears. And I think it was pride and relief Mm. that the kid's okay. Mm. The kid is okay. And um, to a much lesser degree than Josh, uh, he he also got to today and said, no, mom, no school. Mm. And was reluctant to go. He didn't kick up a fuss or whatever. I think... Elijah just knows you've no fucking choice. <laughs> this <laughs> is happening. True, yes. um, he, he he's very different because he was there from five months, or not. Well, at a school from yes. five months, so it is more the norm for him. But um, I think we can't um, overlook that coming towards the end of the year also impacts on the little people, and coming towards the end of the week similarly than it does to us it impacts on the little people so it's true that was a long week we got to friday we fine and the weekend will get underway and we'll be recharged for monday and that's how it goes that's the cycle isn't it no it's true all over again i'm nervous for monday but i'm gonna not try and worry about that now we'll handle that when we get there let's let's change things up a bit let's (laughs) get out of our heads when it comes to our kids um schooling and all of that and where they are right now and tell me what's top of mind for you um you know it's been a few weeks and we haven't seen each other and what have you been up to what are you watching what are you uh where are you taking your kids i don't actually think i there's one thing I, i keep forgetting to tell you about i found a really cool monkey and bird park on the far east Rand or far east Rand in benoni in benoni i went there have you been we went in the holidays that was going to be one of my things to bring up with you i absolutely love it they have such nice so animals it's called the benoni monkey and bird park yes yes so they have a pet shop there they have a party venue they have a tuck shop they have bunnies bunnies that, bunnies you, can that you can feed they i mean i have a cutest video of josh feeding the bunnies and he's just like hello fella hello fella <laughs> this one's for you this one's for you handing out little pieces of carrot um there's peacocks roaming around yeah. there's just all sorts and of lemurs yeah. there's the coolest animals and chickens and, and chickens. there's a little crocodile yes there's also a lorikeet like a lorikeet aviary that you can go into and feed the birds nectar yes. they fly and sit on you it's it's beautifully kept yes and um, there's a like i said a party venue absolutely cool place to visit so that was also one of my finds in december i also and i really hope Sanson does this again we never spoke about Sanson in our things to do in joburg episode it's true how bizarre how bizarre and they had the most beautiful show that i'm I was fortunate enough to go to in its last couple of days that it was showing. Um, it was the Nutcracker, the Winter Nutcracker Circus. Oh, I saw. I only saw the and it all proceeds. It, it was fifteen to twenty rand a ticket. All proceeds went to charity, and um, it was the most wonderful, almost like um, vaudeville. Oh, like old it. school clowning. Yes. No elephants if you, or, or animals or obviously it's in Santa Mall. So yeah. there's not going to be elephants and giraffes. And there. So no animal cruelty. You don't worry about that. It's literally a bunch of actors dancing and doing like almost type of miming. Mime. I think vaudeville is the right yes, word. Yes. Like old French mm-hmm. comedy. Yes. And Elijah, he, he even peed all over me and then he leaked through his nappy <laughs> and was sitting on my lap and he was just gobsmacked. He had his mouth wide open and he loved it. So I really hope Santa does that again. Um, That's cool. And it prompted me to also take Elijah to the movies. After our 
panto experience yes. and how much he loved that. Then I took him to the Nutcracker Circus thing. He loved that. And I was just like, I'd really love to go, even if it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Just munch on some popcorn movies. and mm. just like, and I did. It was another first for us. I took him to go watch The Grinch Stole Christmas. And um, little star. He was a star. He watched the whole thing, fell asleep in the last 10, 15 minutes, uh, ate the whole box of popcorn. Sweet. And so that, yeah, top of mind, that's yeah. like what we got up to in addition to a lot of the things that we mentioned in yeah. our Things to Do in Joburg episode. And I think what I'll do is just keep adding to that list and at some point put that list up on our website so that it's just like a go-to. Yeah, if anyone wants to have a quick squiz, okay, what's there to do? Then what's there to do? And he has the prices and he has the websites and he has all the information you need. No, that's like it. Something mm. else that's really top of mind for us uh, or has been um, potty training with Josh. Uh-huh. So we're, we're fully potty trained, I think. Yay, it's, congrats. It didn't even actually take that long, I think. So he still has a nappy at night, but that is, um, he, he always wakes up with the nappy dry. So that's quite cool. Um, and when, at what stage do you take that off? I think at the stage that you're ready to scrub, to, take yeah. a chance to scrub a mattress because on the off chance that he does uh, like have an accident, I don't want to be scrubbing the whole mattress yeah. and leaving it out in the sun. So, I mean, you do get those mattress protectors that's like water, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, I'm still waking up for Jason in the night, so I prefer to not have that kind of an incident in my night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think... My uh, friend who uh, is a Montessori school principal said that generally around three and a half, you should, depending on how they've taken to potty training, yeah. you sh- you're generally quite safe. You can gauge depending on the child. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how we go. Can I have another incident of a shut the fuck up Susan oh, yes. scenario? Let's hear it. I had someone, I think it was a lady doing my nails. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was like a beautician that I went to at a sorbet and we were chatting kids. She's got a two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old little girl turning three this year. And um, somehow potty training came up and she's like, oh, is he is he potty trained? And I was like, no, he literally just turned two. Mm. And she's like, oh, well, my daughter was potty trained by. And I was just like, shut the fuck up, Susan. First of all, she's, she's a, a girl. girl. Second, I mean, what? Have you never heard? Are you living under a rock, woman? What? Have you never heard how girls generally potty train easier than boys? And she said to me, well, it's summer now, so you should start now. I'm like, no, 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 you should just hush your mouth. You're a mom. Right. Be a little bit more kind. Even if in your mind, why don't you do what all people do? Think bad things, but don't say it. Oh, my God. Why can't you say I, those nasty things I behind my back like normal forgot. people do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I almost forgot about this murder incident that happened to me literally two days ago. What happened? Um, I took Elijah to my local library. I took him oh, to two yeah. libraries. The one library I had an outburst in and cried <laughs> because... Um, I brought, I like went to the effort to take Elijah there, get him there on time because we were there for a friend's reading. You know, she read to the to the kiddos um, at a particular time. And I was just like, now I can sign him up at the library. And I brought all my documentation and the money that I had to pay and everything. And I got there and they wouldn't accept my driver's license as identification. Are you joking? No. And I'm just like, do you want people to join the library or don't you? Who doesn't accept a driver's license? Right? Banks, airports, everybody does it. So, so can you. Really, what the fuck is the problem? I can fly to another country with presenting yes. my driver's license as a form of identification. Yeah. Crazy. Good Lord. So, um, that was that. And then I thought, okay, but that, that's like an out-of-town-ish, out-of-my-suburb library. It's a lovely library. I've mentioned the Edenvale Library. Really lovely. It's got a toy library. But my local library is in walking distance. I can put Elijah in the pram. We can take a walk up there. We can take a walk up there and it can be a nice little outing. Plus, I spoke to the librarian there. Her name is Winnie and she likes Elijah. And I just thought, how cute. We can like every couple of weeks after school one day walk up to Auntie Winnie and go choose some books for bedtime. Mm. And I just had this like fantasy in my brain, right? (laughs) And um, went there after school one day and he was so excited. Mommy, look at this elephant. He shows me elephants and tigers and 
everything in the book and all the colors. Mommy, yellow, mommy, yellow. Oh and showing me there's like a little comic uh, mural on the wall of a, a little child standing on a man's face. It sounds very violent, but it's actually just like a comedic thing. Yes. As she's reaching for a book, she's standing on this man's face or daddy's face or something. And he's like, oh, mommy, ain't not daddy. Oh, sweet. And he's like, he's two. So, you know, and then I had a security guard, a lady security guard come into the area. And every time Elijah raised his voice, went, shh, 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 shh. And I was like, thank you, thank you. That's a nice way to do it. And I said, do you see what the lady's saying, Elijah? You must talk like this. And then he started getting it. But, I mean, he's not going to really get it. Exactly. He's only two. As, and and he this was, is also part of the learning right, of yeah. this experience. Yes. He needs to learn how to treat the books nicely and take them out and put them back in the right place or put them neatly mm-hmm. on a side table so the librarian can find them and they don't get lost mm-hmm. And not to be violent with the books and treat them with respect. And then also treat others with, with respect in the library. And I'm very cognizant of all of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also cognizant of this is, should be an enjoyable experience for my child. Quite right, yeah. And as we were walking out towards the checkout, because he had made a poo as well. And I was very aware that he was being loud. So I was like, let me choose the books and make this quick. Yeah, let's like not drag it out. Yeah. So I tried uh, 20 to 30 minutes we were there. And as I was walking out, there was a middle-aged woman choosing. She wasn't working. There were some people working there, Mm -hmm. which I can appreciate. They need quiet. Mm -hmm. And there were some people studying there, which Mm -hmm. I can appreciate. They need quiet. There was another woman just choosing her books. And she came to me visibly irritated with me and Elijah and said... For having a child there. Yeah. Don't you think you should take him outside to go play? (gasps) Did she say that? She literally looked in my face and said that. And I... What did you say? I'm curious. I said, we're leaving now. And I went to check out and good old Winnie has to stamp the books. When I was at Varsity, everything was electronic at the library. I know. It's not like that at this library. So it's old school. And I'm just like, well, whatever. My kid's poo is wafting in everybody's direction. (laughs) And we are waiting. And Elijah's... Stamping these books. Yeah. Elijah's talking to Auntie Winnie and... Stinking up a storm. Stinking up a storm. And (laughs) I will not upset this kid. I will not upset him. And so the woman incidentally came to stand behind me um, (laughs) to check out as I was taking forever to check all my books out. Good. Jungle justice. Let her smell up that poo (laughs) smell for being a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And um, when I saw that she was there... And I've got, I'm holding Elijah as well, so he doesn't go running amok. Um, so I've only got one hand, and I'm trying to put my books into the book bag. Doesn't this woman not help me put the books into the book bag? An old lady comes from behind the queue and says, let me help you. You can't do everything with one hand. I was like, oh, thank man. you. Thank you. I know I can't. So thanks for being so, kind. And then while the other woman was standing behind me, I looked at the librarian, Winnie, and I said, Winnie... You know, obviously he's a bit disturbing, but how do I teach him, you know, that this is how how you go to the library? She's like, just keep bringing him, be patient, tell him every time how to handle the books, just reinforce, reinforce, reinforce. I've got a two-year-old, don't worry, this is how they are, she said in front of that woman. And then as we were finished and I got all my books, I turned around to the woman and I said, I'm really sorry we disturbed you. And she didn't know what to do with Good. herself. <laughs> I'm sure you feel like a bit of a dick right now, yeah. honey. So, yes. Is, yes what is, is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? So that's <laughs> what happened to me at my library experience. I'm going to persevere. I will keep going to the library. But yeah, that's what's top of mind. That's what's happening with me. Um, but there's also been a lot in the news. Unless you've got anything to add. No, I'd... I'm trying to think. I'm I'm zoning out here. Okay. Uh, You and I both know about this, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners know about it. Um, There's been a debacle, and there's been a bit of a a tug at my heartstrings to boycott my favorite grocery shop in the world, and that's Woolworths. (laughs) And after the break, we'll tell you why. 
Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Charlene, are you a baby-wearing mom? I wasn't with Josh, but I was with Jess. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, I've got to say, I'm a baby-wearing mom. I started with the... Oh, help me out, Joe. What's that? Nunupai. Nunupai. And as Elijah got bigger, I invested in an Ubuntu Baba carrier. Yes. Um, I, I got the stage two. Yes. And Best one to get because yeah. it's like takes you further. Yeah, takes me further. I went to the UK with it. I there are wonderful tutorials. I know I can use it with a second. I know I can sell it to, you know, uh, if once I'm done with it and mm. it'll be very much loved. It's very much loved in the mommy community. Would it's you say? It's also cool for breastfeeding. You can carry baby and breastfeeding. It's got a nice little cover. Absolutely, it's very it's durable. Amazing. It's amazing. They're beautiful looking, and all the beautiful designs you also get. It's quite kind of can be like trendy as well. It's so cool, and even dads wearing it don't mm, look like you know garish or strange. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, imagine my surprise when I see uh, the news the news and um, I don't know do you want to do you want to update our listeners on what exactly has been in the news lately for those who don't know well the first thing that I thought I'm for those who don't know okay so uh, basically Ubuntu Baba small local uh, business owner her and her father came up with this perfect design for the perfect baby carrier which then was the Ubuntu Baba and recently discovered that um a major retailer, Woolworths, has copied exactly um, the product that she is selling down to the way the buckles are Everything. stitched and reinforced yeah. and the belts. It's like the, the, Id- seeming, the, the seeming, it's the identical product. At copied a quarter of the price. At a quarter of the price, obviously, because they order mass volume and get it produced and in China. In China, yeah. So much for lo- supporting local, mm. yeah, hurrah. And, um, which is really what Woolworths purports to do, which is the shocking supposedly. Of it. Yeah. But let's just quickly touch base on, and I've also read this in a number of the articles that have been up in social media. This isn't the first Woolworths incident. Oh no! Like there was a scatter cushion design that was legitimately stolen from an artist. It was an oh, I remember it that. It was an one. artist's yeah. an artist's artwork, like mass produced and printed onto a scatter cushion and there's no, no credit given there's nothing. no problem with seeing a beautiful design and using it on a home decor item for your retail store but pay the artist for the work like purchase the design or give recognition so that the artist at very least can get some mileage out of you yeah. literally taking Pulling their image. a copy of what is he, the commodity that you are producing and just using it to... People buy those pillows because, oh my God, what a beautiful picture. Yeah. I created that picture and no one mentioned who created the picture that everybody loves. So at very least, say who the artist is that did it so that if anyone is interested in fine go and, yeah. pieces of, of fine art, they can come campaign. to my gallery Collab- or whatever. Or collaborate with a local artist. You're yeah. all about supporting local. So um, then there was the Frankie's, uh, yes. that Frankie's ginger beer brand. They do lemonade and Coke, Coca-Cola or cola flavored, not Coca-Cola. Um, yes, cola flavored, yes, and lemonade. But then they, you know, mostly their ginger beer and their fiery hot ginger beer. And Woolies also copied their design and mm-hmm. sold ginger beer and uh, similar flavors. This was about six years ago, mm-hmm. and now this. And I'm sure plenty, plenty others who have not come forward and not fought the good fight because they're too little. I'm just curious. I mean, would it have cost Woolies that much money to go to this woman and say to her? You've got a great product. Like, what would you? What rate would you sell it to us at if we wanted to stock it in our stock stores? It, yeah. Or if you then didn't want to stock it, 
buy pay her for the concept. Yeah, or just liaise. But obviously now he has the snag. Um, and that's a thing for a lot of a struggle for a lot of SMEs and um, startups and small businesses and that she's been so busy the past however many years she's been up and running, um, you know, and it took her that long to design the product, it took her two years or something to design the product with her dad. And then I know what it's like. So I don't know the full background, but she doesn't have a patent and she doesn't have a trademark and she doesn't, she hasn't essentially um, protected her intellectual property, which is indeed a big learning curve and wake up call for all startup and and small businesses. Obviously. Yeah. So that's the, it's not even a loophole. It's just a glaring like, oh, Ubuntu, you're wide open and we're going to take it. Which is unfair in itself because a big giant has just checked, saw the point of weakness and went in for the kill. Or maybe they didn't even realize that it was a point of weakness. They, they just bullies. So just and like bullies, we like yeah. this. We're going to carry on with it and do it's it. It's crazy for me. And let's not even mention, well, we will mention it, but like apart from the amount of money that Shannon, um, the founder of Ubuntu Baba, who designed this um, amazing baby carrier, um the amount of money she lost to to Woolies, the amount of sales she's now lost um, because you can get the, exactly the same one at a fraction of the price. It's very shocking that it's actually, and Shannon in a blog post that kind of blew the cover on all of this, uh, points it out that the directions and safety precautions, etc., in the um, product, products like inserts, yeah, mm-hmm. The, the Woolies one is incorrect information. And and for those who don't know, I was pregnant when a friend alerted me and said, um, rather don't get your regular baby carrier at, you know, your normal chain stores. Go and get a good quality Some one. It is something, it. Mm. if you can afford it, you get know, that's the disclaimer, yeah. get something that's a little bit more niche because these people are very aware of ergonomics. Mm. They're very aware of baby's development mm. and what's the right position. Because those babies spend hours, I mean, especially newborns, if you're carrying them, mm. they've got to be in a certain position for their hips, etc. Mm. And if you like, I know Ryan Reynolds got a lot of shit carrying his baby because he let his baby's feet dangle like mm. that. Mm. Um, and that's because he hadn't put the um, newborn insert into his carrier. Shame. And that's the whole thing about um, the Ubuntu Babas. It's got the newborn inserts and it, it makes sure that baby's legs are in the right position and they don't dangle and the Woolies carrier doesn't have that. Mm. And that's the only thing that's like a glaring error in the product, should mm. I say. Um, and I mean, this is not to mom shame anybody that um, maybe does have a regular carrier or has b- bought the Woolies carriers, but it's something definitely to be aware of if you can... You know, bear that in mind that this is how Shannon designed the product. Here's the thing. So it's severely damaging to the brand that you are trying to build as a product. So she's a a small business owner and she's trying to position a unique product um, or or point out in her marketing and her way whenever she sells or communicates the product benefits. She uses those unique selling points to promote the product. Um, those are things that were thought about which th- make the product what it is and speaks to the quality of the product and speaks to the thought that went into the product. So as a small business, you everybody has to start somewhere. So she's starting with a good quality product and working very hard. It's going to take her much longer to get maybe in 10 years from now, Ubuntu Baba will be a a major enterprise where she is producing these on a much larger quantity and maybe uh, employing other people, um, creating jobs, all sorts. I'm sure that is her vision for of her course, company. Yeah, of course. But she can't get there when this kind of thing happens because what does this say to moms who can't necessarily afford an Ubuntu Baba instead of saving up and saying, you know what, I'm going to save up and invest in a carrier. Or look for a second-hand one. Or look for a second-hand one. They're like, this chick from Ubuntu Baba, she's overcharging. Like, yeah. Why the fuck is that product so expensive? Look at Woolies, they can do it, it for exactly the, the exact same, same thing. thing and it's cheaper. I can see no difference. I'll just take this one. Yeah. But so, there are just certain things that you don't know. 
you know, and that they ask that there's something about the Ubuntu Baba uh, carrier that makes it unique and make which is why she upped the price on her design and it, like costs, it needs and it, to be appreciated and it costs her more to produce yeah. than what it costs Woolworths to produce it's just so, this typical big guy little guy mm. bullying story so um what i want to hear from you is how much of you as a mom like you get incensed you read something or you watch something and you do get incensed um at how the big guy's taking advantage of, advantage of the little guy do you go to the effort to boycott as a mom and as a supporter of uh, Ubuntu? I think it will certainly make me more reluctant to support the bully. I, it's sad because I am just one of those people who don't, it's actually, I'm ashamed to say, I, I don't ever take a stand like, this must stop. No, but life goes on. That's a reality of it. That's why I'm asking you because I was just like, oh. I really feel strongly about this, but I'm really going to miss this about Woolies. <laughs> this is the thing. It's really <laughs> sad. Unfortunately, Woolworths knows that and they bank on they that. Are. They're like, man, this is one product. We offer so many other things that so many other consumers need and want to buy from us. So We're not going to lose meh. our business until, and they just kind of flicked uh, Shannon off when she emailed them. Mm. Um and she gave them a deadline. This woman, like, all power to you. As a fellow business owner and a fellow mom, I was just like, this woman did everything mm. right. And in a classy, classy way. She gave them a deadline. Like, it, it made, it taught me a lot mm. in dealing with people who fuck me around. Yeah, because, I mean, you can just shout and scream and throw your toys. People are just going to look at you and be like, okay, honey, oh, you're so losing it a bit. <laughs> She's like, if you don't... Uh, oh, you're not addressing this? I'm going to write a blog post about this. And social media and her reputation among moms carried her. Mm. And um, eventually, Woolies approached her and said, please come to our office. And she's like, no, you'll come to me. As far as I know, this is what I read. Mm -hmm. I did approach uh, Shannon, but I think she's inundated. inundated and I actually yeah. sent a follow-up email saying, whoa, okay, don't worry. There's a lot of news I can read up on. You don't need to answer my questions. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> shame the woman. Like, she's trying to raise a four-year-old little boy and, like, you run can a imagine. Business and run and a business and survive this. Yeah. Fight for what's right and what she believes in. Yeah. So, um, I hope I'm getting it right. But as far as I know, she told them, no, I will not come to you. You can come to me. I did send you an email. She got fobbed off. Mm. And um, <laughs> she... Uh, sent out a eventually she's got a she does still have a lot of information and still that she can just leak out to the media and uh, on social media and she's threatened them and eventually the um uh, top exec from Willie's did speak to her and they asked at this point in time they are still in talks I'm keen to see what's going to happen with it mm. because she does she is now standing for the larger issue at hand, not just for her lost business. Mm. It's not, she doesn't want to pay off. She doesn't want them to give her a bunch of money or to um, make the problem the go pro away. Yeah. Sell the problem. Yeah, nothing it's like that. It's a matter she's, of principle. And that's exactly what she's doing. And I completely support that and I stand by that. But I was super proud at how social media and moms in particular just stood, stood by together, her. Yeah. And, and that's also what made Woolworths um actually take notice which is it's firstly the power of social media but also don't fuck with the mommy market <laughs> yeah you. do not fuck with us <laughs> I mean, we are tired we are exhausted <laughs> we are broke <laughs> and we're doing our fucking best <laughs> oh my god so um you yeah i'm proud of the way this story panned out shannon if you ever do listen to this, we see you. We salute you. Mm -hmm. You are doing an amazing job. We uh, love smaller suppliers. Mm. I, I really do. I think um, having started my own business and having spoken to moms, and we've spoken about mom, um, uh, mom, I don't know, businesses, mommy-related mommy -related businesses, yeah. businesses. And I remember when you had a similar business, Charlene, mm. I bought, I was going to buy Elijah some, something, uh, beads, mm -hmm. uh, amber beads at a bigger retailer. And I was just like, no, I'm a, I'm a support Charlene. 
and I went and, and got from you. And that's where it starts, right? Mm. Because you start to know these people personally. Mm. And like my, I eventually looked back at my Christmas purchases and 90% of what I did Christmas time and at the end of the year was all local suppliers, small businesses, small businesses yeah. that I got such amazing service from. And not that I've like sworn off big corporates. I haven't even sworn off Woolies. Mm. yet yeah <laughs> i i will struggle to do that because there's one thing about being incensed and then and then the other side of me just needs to like on autopilot get shit done exactly um, so the convenience factor kicks in and it simplifies your life unfortunately yeah, exactly yeah. so i don't know i just i love the way this is panning out and i feel but at the same time i'm saddened at the way this is panning out yeah it's sad that it happens what is nice i mean if you if you take the positives from it it is nice to see the bravery that is um being uh, executed or, or practiced from yeah. from her side and from other small business owners and having owned a small business i mean cash flow will sink you It'll mm. legit for a small business. You can't you can't bankroll things if you are out of cash flow, which is also what makes it difficult for the small guy to take on the big guy because you need mm, money and time and time. And if so, w what do you do? Do you focus all your energy on fighting this unfair battle and run the risk of your business falling behind uh, your production and your clients that need stuff from you? Um, and then your service ends up lacking, or do you try and juggle both? It's such a such a difficult situation. But yeah. I think she's going with her gut, and she's fighting for what she believes is right. And so it's it's a beautiful example. She's being a good example to to people. Yeah, I and think. an inspiration to me, to be honest, as a small business owner, as mm. a mom, all power to this woman. Mm. I fully support and stand by her. Um, and a lot of the other smaller supplies and it just gives me courage if anything has to happen to me as the little guy to stand up and use my voice and to gather uh, my tribe around me. Quite right. And I think also uh, we should watch how it pans out. And if you are a small business owner, regardless of what business you're in, whether it be a mommy related business or not, I think... Let's not be too opinionated about it, but use it as a like a case study. Where can what should we be cautioned against when we put our products out into the market, or or when we when we do support other small businesses? What should we consider or think about? You don't know what other people are going through, and don't jump to conclusions. Mm. Um. All right. Moving on. Also in the news. Um, and also about jumping to conclusions and getting your back up, et cetera, et cetera. I caught on a little bit late, I think, to the Gillette adverts. Mm. Um, fill us in, Charlene, and tell us what you think. Well, what, resonated, what resonates with me personally is that I think you have... First of all, you've got to appreciate what you've got. <laughs> okay, let's just... Sure. Okay, but wait. Take a step back. Fill us in about the adverts. So I don't think that... Well, it's not everybody's thing. Because I, no. I, I actually... My mom watched it as well. Yeah. And she was like, oh, so true. And I just think that some women are married with to assholes. And this fits in nicely with our little segment mm -hmm. of I did not marry an asshole, but... but yeah. <laughs> and like I said to you earlier about, about Red, he pulls his weight. So it's easy for you to stand and point fingers and stand like a little teapot and say, Dad, like, you are not pulling your weight and you're and not my guy. And this is a typically sexist thing to do, da, 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 Exactly, exactly. And unfortunately, when you are in the heat of the moment and, and on a more of a personal level, you do... We're human and that's what you default to. But I think what it opens up, what opened my eyes up to genuinely on a personal note, just to be grateful for what you, what you, what have, you have. Because yeah. my guy helps a lot. He's not just a good dad because he gives the kids attention, but he genuinely pulls his and weight. And he sees you as He's, an equal. Exactly. So let's just fill listeners in on exactly what the... Um, Edward is, right? <laughs> Charlene's whispering, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, sorry. sorry. And, and, and I'm like, I'm just giving my opinion, my opinion. And Sam's like, Charlene, tell us. Give us a rundown of what the ad is in case anyone hasn't watched the ad. Sorry, I am having a bad fucking day. In case anybody hasn't watched the ad. So Sam, fill us in on what the ad's about. 
<laughs> okay. It's, I need to watch it again. I've only watched it once. <laughs> Excuse us. Yeah. We'll post it in a link and then everyone so. can watch it. <laughs> it is um, just a comment because you know Gillette is the best a man can get. Yes. And it starts off with that. Oh, I can't remember how old I was. We were probably kids, kids and teenagers. And it's this typical... Um, you know, image from the patriarchy, the, the dreaded guy. patriarchy of the guy getting a kiss from a beautiful girl because he's now smoothly shaven and it's the best a man can get. Yeah. And Gillette's whole thing was turning their slogan and their tagline upside down and going, is this really the best a man can get? And then Q2, images of Me Too movement and new stuff of sexism and blatant the stereotypes just misogyny. That have, and, yeah, yeah. That go around the, the ideal guy and the man and the dad. And image. the dad and telling boys, you know, oh, boys will be boys. And they're fighting and going at it and being rugged. And What um, are we telling our kids? What are we telling are our kids? Who are, what are we teaching them? Mm. What are we teaching our little girls, in fact, of what they can expect from a man? Exactly. And one thing that really resonated with me coming from a corporate workspace was um, in a meeting. And it's a very brief shot, but I think everybody will have their shot in that advert. It's a very brief shot of a man shooting down a woman in a meeting and kind of making us sit down and going, what I think she means is this. Mm. Felt like that my whole life, my whole life. I mean, this and isn't the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just... That there are just some men who can't appreciate that a woman will also know better. Exactly. And then and be informed. What? Sorry to interrupt you, but mm. what I feel, how I feel like I'm great, you got to be grateful for what you get and how dads pull their weight. What made me think of that was that parenting nowadays, it's not just that, that it's a woman's job. No, and it's it's completely it's it's teamwork. It's not a guy thing. Those all those types of stereotypes around a man. I'm grateful for what I've got because I he is the best you can get, my guy, because yeah. he pulls his weight. You know, he, I mean, sometimes he can act like an asshole, but he's not an asshole. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, similarly with mine, I posted the ad, and then I said, I mean, I'm thinking about my dad, my brother, my father-in-law. Um, and my husband, mm. and posted that going, I'm just super lucky to have some of these amazing men in my life, especially looking at you, Raymond Herbst. Mm. And I tagged him on Facebook, and he uh, responded to me over text and said, thanks thanks for the props on Facebook Live. We very rarely do PDA. Mm. I do it more so when he's away. Because <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, you know, I mentioned him in that and we hadn't spoken about the advert till then. And he said, thanks for that. I just, I don't like the advert. <laughs> and then we had a whole discussion about it and I'm just like, why? Um, you know, I think it's good. I think it's on point. I and agree. And also, yeah. He said, you don't, you shouldn't be villainizing men. You should be villainizing assholes. And that uh, doesn't speak to agenda. And he's absolutely right, but there's a lot else to it. That's what I was saying. I don't think that oh, – I was thinking. I don't think that uh, that was the intention with that communication. As much as, yes, you you can run the risk of, of uh, achieving that uh, viewpoint or instilling that message or leaving that message that you're villainizing men. Um, it's more about the – the perception that has been created around the perfect guy yes. um, over years and all of those stereotypes. And as raising sons, like I think I'm very aware of the kind of boy I'm raising, the kind of man I'll, that he will become. And I'm, I'm very happy to have very great examples. Mm. But there's a lot about um, uh, the language we use when we speak to our kids um, just about, you know, you don't, if Elijah wants to turn on the TV and, and he's like, mommy, I want to watch that show and it's a Barbie show. I'm not going to say to him, no, my love, that's a girly show. Exactly. Well, that's a frou-frou show or a while anything. Ago, like, you can't do that. You can't, you don't want to squeeze times them have, into a box. Times have changed mm. and we are learning to be more liberal and a lot more accepting. On that note, and I forgot to mention this to you um, 
as well. Um, it's just come to me now. I remember, and having just spoken about this Woolworths debacle and now this topic, not too long ago, there was a post by a mom on uh, Facebook as well about a shop, a uh, shopping spree at a Woolworths, and she was looking for an outfit for her toddler. She didn't mention gender. Okay. I think she mentioned age. And she was very strongly talking about how Woolworths offers Bobby, 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 princess, 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 pink stuff mm-hmm. in shirts and pants and clothing and backpacks and everything. And boys, blue and red Spider-Mans uh, mm-hmm. because it's the, it's the characters that they see on TV and, and, and. But maybe I just want to buy a green T-shirt with no Plain, specific yeah. character on. I don't want to indoctrinate my child, first of all. I don't want to be branding my child with a specific character. And maybe a girl likes to wear a red T-shirt. And, and so why, why does it have yeah. a massive Spider-Man on it, yes. you know? And so there's not... So she was like, come on, Woolworths, we live in a day and age where we should be much more gender neutral. And you Oaks are a large corporation and you talk about the support local and all of those things that you want to do. So if you're talking about right, human rights and issues and you want to get on board with something, then how about we do that? Yeah. And so stereotyping is in so many different there's so many different ways that you can expose your child to those stereotypes and trying to squeeze them into a box yeah and this is the the way a man should act this is what a girl should wear this is what a a dad should be doing or this is what this ad was telling us like what is the typical guy you know we we stereotype oh i think that we are living in a very um interesting time to parent Mm. really Mm. um it's not even about being gay or straight anymore it's about does your child identify as a girl or a boy Mm. Mm. you know that it's like if you haven't accepted that your child might be gay i have news for you there's so much more to it now you might turn around one day and your 12 year old little girl is going Mommy, I know I have a vagina, but I feel but I feel in my heart I'm a boy and I'd like you to call me Steve. Mm. And you're going, look, think about that, guys. Think about that as a parent. And try not to think about, oh, dear God, I hope that doesn't happen to me. Try and think, if that were to happen, how can I best support my child? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I think we need to have a lot more. And look at this, all stemmed from the Silly Gillette adverts. And I think... Charlene um, forgot to give a rundown, so we will, like, <laughs> no matter how many hints and winks Sam's giving me on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> okay, there's two things I want to close off with regard to this, and that's just that this um, discussion is exactly that. It's a discussion. There's no right or wrong. So Ray turned around and said, I feel villainized. As a white male living in this country, I can, I'm immediately in the wrong just by being white and male. Mm. I can do nothing right. And I'm just like, 100%, 100%. He is villainized just purely by being that. However, I said to him, love, you've never sat in a boardroom meeting and had a man shoot you down because a man will never shoot another man down like he can shoot a woman down. Mm. They don't even, they can be as liberal and as open and as uh, supportive of women as they want. And they're not blatantly misogynist. They're not going to squeeze your ass cheek mm. and give you a wink and expect you to follow them into the bathroom. They're not those men. That's for me, it's also the very subtle ways that men will appreciate more what other men are saying mm. as opposed to a woman. And the, that's the, the script that we've grown up with. That's what's in our brains. That's Quite how right. We've, and I've had to look at myself and think, Yo, what are you believing about yourself? Mm. So yeah. that you don't project or portray that and th- that your child picks yeah, up on that. Exactly. By the same token, how incensed would we be if there was a tampon ad <laughs> telling women... Come on, women, you can do better. You can do better than this. And we're yeah. like, fuck it. We just need goddamn tampons. We don't <laughs> exactly. need you to lecture us. Oh, my exactly. God. Like, stop judging me, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a bloody tampon. <laughs> you know, you could do all sorts of stuff with women. Stop being so bitchy. Mm. Stop being so slutty. Mm. Stop, you know. And 
a lot of us women would get our backs up and be like, yes, it's just because I'm female doesn't mean that I'm like that. Could you not? There's always those jokes, like you often see videos or jokes or memes or whatever about um, things I hate. And I, well, I hate it. I laugh about it because I'm trying to see the lighthearted side of it. But um, once you get married, um, your wife's not going to want to have sex anymore. And yeah. it's so like... Oh, don't worry. Women don't want to have sex after marriage anyway. So enjoy it while you're not married kind yeah. of thing. That's a common thing. And the other one about she's always got a headache. Like yeah. It's just stereotypes. Like automatically, it, it's not all women and it's not a female thing. Like why, why does it have to be portrayed in that way? So you're quite right. There's many things that you could... You could say about a say woman. about a woman, yes. And we would get our backs up. And I mm. think with the times, again, with the times that we're living in, women are seriously having the upper hand. Um, while men have had the upper hand, obviously, for a mm. very long time and for definite reasons, et cetera, et cetera. This isn't a feminist podcast, so yeah. I'm not going to go into it. But, um, you know, yes, I get it. I, I totally get the Me Too movement. I totally get why women are incensed. Yeah, but at the same time, like, just let's let's stop attacking. Because isn't that so? If you want to get something right, don't point fingers and attack. Mm. Because then the other party's going to get their backs up, right? So maybe let's not do that to men. Mm. Quite right, yes. And they're, they're also just doing the best, the best that, that they, can. they can. Okay, so guys... Whoever guys are listening, we see you and we salute you. And we appreciate what we have. Yes. And we're so happy to have you in our lives. to fill our listeners in about what we're going to be doing um, on The Great Equalizer this year. Um, more of the same, really, and we hope you guys are enjoying it, but we will also be doing, as um, in this episode, a lot more catching up. Um, I think we've got a lot as moms to talk about, a lot of experiences, new places we're going to, new things we're doing for our kids. So yes, we'll have our themed episodes where we'll talk um, to experts and Charlene will tell us about that more. But um, we'll also just be talking about ourselves and our experiences more. And if you're sick of hearing us drone on about our lives, hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll be interviewing more parenting-related experts like we have in the past. And if you have any special requests, holler us uh, or holler at us. Uh, please email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or just hit us up on Facebook. We really do want to hear from you, so please get in touch. Yeah, we are here to serve you. So remember, we absolutely are keen and willing to interview the people that you once interviewed. I know there was one person who wanted us to do a birth episode. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean... We need to honor that and, exactly. and get into that. Exactly. Um, and also, in case Charlene and I are not enough of a reminder, <laughs> <laughs> we are hitting up some special ladies and possibly gents this year to show you, our listener, that you are not alone in this parenting thing. Um, I'm so excited about this, actually. We'll be profiling real-life rechte-echte moms. Oh, that's cool. Not just us. Hmm. Um, we'll pick their brains a bit um, and hopefully give you some inspiration because I think a, a lot of women are very inspirational, but also it really helps to hear other people's stories and just to hear about what their struggles were, mm. um, you know, in the early days of having a baby and becoming a parent and, and how they Sending your kid things. off to school yeah. and reading about or hearing about other moms' traumatic experiences with the drop-offs. It's just, you really, it doesn't make it any easier, but you do feel like you're not completely losing the plot. Oh, solidarity, sister. <laughs> so, yeah, again, if there's anything you want us to cover this year, please let us know. We aim to please. We're open to requests. Send us an email, DM us, or send us a smoke signal. We'll respond. Just you know what I really would love? If someone could like, uh, hit us up with a voice note, um, yeah. record just a, like a WhatsApp voice note or something. Or record it, uh, record it on your phone so that you can email it. Yeah. So yeah. just use your phone's like general recorder, then email it to us, mm. and we'll, we'll play, play it, it on the show. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys. Um, and remember... 
We are now available for your convenience um, on Apple Podcasts. For those of you with iPhones um, or Macs, you can hit us up there. We are also on Spotify. And again, we're on SoundCloud, which is where we started out. So if you have any one of those apps on your phone, you'll get to us easily. And what I really want to ask is um, to subs- for you guys to subscribe and rate us um, so that we'll be more visible and you'll also automatically get the updates that you should the app will notify you then when the new uh, uh, episode has been loaded which yes. is nice so you yes. won't miss anything you won't miss anything and also um, give us a review on Facebook that also just allows us to be seen and uh, the more we're seen online and the more exposure we get uh, the more we can do for you guys the more sponsorships we'll be able to add on mm. um and the more we can we can serve our listeners. You know, Charlene and I are doing this. We are working moms. We are also supporting our family. And at this uh, point in time, all we can ask is, of course, if you want to collaborate in some way with us or, um, you know, punch your product in that, we can chat to you about it. Um, we are always open to any suggestions. If our brands align, fantastic. Yeah. Happy to help. Happy to um, help each other. But really, from our listeners right now, the most we can ask is for you guys to um, go onto Facebook, give us a review, subscribe um, on any one of those platforms we mentioned, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Subscribe and rate us on there so that we – like the algorithm is your friend, guys. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is true. Let's work with it and the algorithm will push us up and make us more visible – as soon as you hit that, um, like, love, share, comment um, on social media and then follow, subscribe and rate and review. Yeah. So, guys, I think that's it for us from this for this week. And then until next time, keep, keep your, your mom, mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.